0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Top 10% Podcast. I am your host, Dan Carter. Today is Tuesday, April 26th. Welcome on with us. Uh, we have a special guest from Unique AR, Brian Oakland, uh, with us today. So it's going to be a AR-filled episode. Scott and I may even touch base a little bit on some of the turkey success that we've had. If you haven't had a chance to check us out on Carbon or... Follow along with uh, any of the live feed that we did on the Michigan opener. Go back to our Facebook and check that out. Um, Also see some of that results and stuff on the Top 10% podcast Instagram page. Um, Other than that, stay tuned for a um, knowledge-filled episode.
1: (laughs) Bro, I just shot t T-bar. Oh, my God.
0: Okay, huh?
1: mm. God. God. Worry, this episode. Of The Top 10% Podcast is brought to you by Top 10% Hunting Headquarters, located in Coldwater, Michigan, your premier AR manufacturing outlet. Let's get back to your host, Dan Carter, of the Top 10% Podcast.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Top 10% Podcast again with me, uh, Dan Carter, and I got Tribal Chief on here with me. And our special guest this week from over there towards the West Coast is Brian Oakland. Brian has uh well we'll just let him tell you. He's got a few different avenues that he dabbles in. So Brian, welcome aboard, man, and uh tell us about uh yourself, man.
2: Well, I really appreciate this opportunity to be hanging out with you guys for sure. Thank you for inviting me on the show.
0: Yeah, we appreciate having you.
2: Yeah. Well, um I, I, I'm lucky enough to put myself in a position in life to uh, be a owner of a couple of really cool companies. I'm a co owner of one and, and I do own the other one um, outright. And uh, that one is Got Fishing. I think we were going to start off talking a little bit about fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, am a, um, I started Got Fishing, oh gosh, it's probably been about eight years ago. And what Got Fishing is, is it's a, um, a booking agency for fishing adventures around the world. Okay. Everything that we do for the consumer is 100% free. What our goal is to make sure that when you're going on a fishing trip of a lifetime, whether it be up to Alaska to catch some salmon, or whether it's down to Mexico to do a saltwater adventure, we want to make sure that your hard-earned money is spent on the exact adventure that you're looking for. There's there's a ton of different guides and outfitters, and they all offer different things. And so kind of depending on what it is that you're looking to experience, we make sure that we match you up with that. And again, there's really no reason for for the outdoorsman to not use Got Fishing, because like I said everything that we do for you is free and the goal is is to just kind of hear you out on the adventure that you're looking for maybe you're an experienced fly fisherman and you've been to alaska a few times and you're looking for that next level or maybe you're looking to take your your son or daughter to alaska just to fill the freezer you know it's a graduation deal and you want to go catch silvers and just have a blast and, and and have the wife come and just make it a really cool experience okay so we just kind of sit ask a lot of questions do a lot of listening and then pair you up with the perfect adventure for for you and, and your fishing partner or family.
0: So if I understand you right with that, it's basically like you're the fisherman's travel agent.
2: Exactly. I mean, basically,
0: you guys are like, you're pointing everybody in the right direction and then putting everything into one basket. They give you the list of the goodies, like, I need to do this, I want to do this, I want to go to Argentina, I want to go to Alaska, you know what I mean? I want to fish on the pond and catch bluegills that I've never caught before with a bobber. Whatever it is they want to do, you're, you're you're directing them that way just because you guys have a large-scale network of guides and outfitters that that are doing this, and that's kind of what your directive is, correct?
2: Yep. Okay. And we don't off being under the sun. Um, you know, we do only offer adventures that we've experienced ourselves firsthand, or someone mm-hmm. on our team. So we're not just getting on Google and searching up some outfitters and saying, you know these look good. We've actually slept in the beds, eaten the food, you know, fished in the waters, uh, been in the boats and and can speak um, firsthand on the gear and the experience that you're going to go have on that.
0: Awesome. We need to start trading up some stuff. Then I need to get you out here and get you on some salmon in Michigan and some uh, walleye out here with with me and the tribal chief. We'd out
2: there and have a good time. So, you know what? (laughs) All eyes want. I haven't done a ton of fishing for and I would I would love to. Absolutely.
0: Good. We'll get you out here soon. So yeah. I, I guess a little bit more on that is, is this something that you said you've been doing it for a while? Um, yep. What got you into that? I mean, what was your drive? I mean, obviously, I know you're an avid outdoorsman and an avid fisherman, and we'll spin more into that in a second when we get to the, the company side of that. But how did you start?
2: You know, that's a great question. And I honestly don't 100% know the answer <laughs> as I first started. I do know that for years and years and years, again, I grew up in Montana. Mm-hmm. I had the luxury of living in really cool places. And just because of my dad, uh, because of the places that I grew up, the people that I was around, I've always been able or been around really cool adventures. Um, okay. Not just regular hunting, but, you know, elk hunting and and not just your normal kind of fishing, but, you know fishing for the kind of fish that people travel halfway across the United States, get in a rental car, drive, pay six hundred bucks a day to go experience and you know, we get to go experience it for free. So I've just always had, for whatever reason, this desire to create a company where uh, people could go experience adventures, and okay. I just ended up landing on the fishing side of things because of a few reasons. Uh, we do do a little bit of the hunting as well, but fishing is the most popular sport in the world. Um, literally, more people fish than they do golf, than they do anything. Yeah, it's a um, huge market. It's a huge market, and it's a very family-oriented market as well. Um, it's a great place for husbands and wives to vacation later on in life. There's just a lot to it where most wives are not interested in going and staying in a hunting camp. They have no problem staying in a really nice resort in, in um, you know Belize or in Costa Rica. While the husband goes out and does some flats fishing for the day, she can go to a spa treatment. So right. there are things for everybody around around the world. Again, it just gets down to what are you looking for?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, I think that you, you nailed the you nailed hit it right on the head there. I, I think that there's a lot of avenues. I mean, now the, the outdoor industry is ever changing and we're seeing more um, driven families as a whole in the outdoors, more women involved in the sport, which is great. And the kids and keeping everybody, you know, a family that hunts and fishes together stays together, you know, is what I've always said. And what I was, I was raised that way because I kind of come up the same as you is a lot of exposure to things that, You know the walleye or the salmon or even traveling and fishing to trout destinations and fly fishing I've been doing since I was young so I've had the experiences to be able to share with people and teach them and do those things and kind of the same thing that we spin into here at top 10 is we're trying to get everybody out there and experience something new or something bigger better um, and more exciting and it sounds like that's what you guys are doing you know you know, first and foremost, right, w- with that company. And, and it's uh, that's a good thing. And I really enjoy hearing about people bringing more people to both sides of the industry and and, and getting them to experience stuff that they probably, without spending a big fat paycheck, aren't going to get the opportunity to do You know, and and with working with a company like you guys, you can go in and say, look, here's, I I know what your budget is. This is what we're looking for. We can give you a first rate experience for you and your whole family or you and the wife or you and your buddies and cater to that a whole lot better as opposed to somebody going, I'm going to go on Google and do a Google search and then start looking at Google reviews and then get there and have a horrible experience drinking bottom shelf tequila and being sick on a boat all day. (laughs)
2: Uh, You know, well said. And that is one of the goals of Got Fishing today is to eliminate a lot of the confusion that's out there. You know, the three of us are old enough to remember that if you wanted some information on an adventure, you call them up. They put that packet or that brochure in the mail. Mm -hmm. They shipped it, mailed it to you. It took three to five days. You opened it up. There was this beautiful glossy brochure, told you about it. You know, it It was exciting. Then Google came along. And that gave us the ability to Google salmon fishing in Alaska. And, and we got information immediately, which was fantastic. A real right. upgrade to the Glossy Brochure. It was the Glossy Brochure now on the web. Um, and there was a few people who got on that, which made it less confusing. But today I call it the, you know, the red robin of, of salmon fishing trips. Today you Google, and there's 80 million different salmon fishing trips that are available in Alaska. You can't swing a dead cat without finding an Alaska right. fishing trip. And very few of those are top quality, run right, Um, And so there's, there is today a lot of confusion out there and a lot of stuff can be manipulated with a quality picture of a big fish that you caught 10 years ago. And you're making it look like this is an everyday occurrence.
0: Photoshop and social media has really driven that to, you know, (sighs)
2: same as a big buck.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like they're blackmailing their clients a little bit from, you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we harvested a big deer or yeah, we you know, caught a big fish, but it was in 1982. You know what I mean? That joker's joke still a legend. Right. <laughs> still a legend, right? So, I mean, that's that's great. I mean, it's, it's good to hear what you guys are doing and, and whatnot. So, I mean, I guess that leaves us to the next well, side well, of that.
1: Brian, I, you, I got to know Brian a little bit better business-wise. and sure. then To understand, like, call this dude, and he's in the flats or whatever you <laughs> call it, some ocean. And he ain't okay. just catching okay. the fish. He's hunting the 170-inch buck, and he ain't stop until he gets it. Right. And he sets himself up to be in those spots, and those are the same spots that he's putting to his clients. Yeah. So this guy not only is out there testing the waters, right? he gets the water, and he gets this unique experience.
0: Right. Yeah. I like what you did there, Scott. Nice, yeah, nice I'm, work. I'm leading in. Yeah, I'm leading I know you you're are. Right. So Sorry. I, I like that side of it too, because it's almost the same as, you know, and, and people and Scott, I know I brought you into some film familiarity with this too, is there's a lot of ties to the hunting big deer as there is the hunting big fish. And Brian, as you know, when you start targeting big deer and you start looking into different things and you start looking at topos and looking at underwater imagery and you start looking at these graphs and things that we look at, there's so many different similarities. And I'm sure Brian and you and I, we'll get another episode where you and I just talked fishing so we can get into the nitty gritty of some other things there. But I think there's a lot of sides of that that people are, they're inexperienced hunters or they're inexperienced fishermen that taking the right experience or taking somebody like Brian's um, experience with all of these places, you can put them into positivity easier than them finding it themselves, like we said, with the Google experience or anything like that. So I applaud you for that because that's that's great. I mean, it's great for, you know, you know people call me all the time wanting to, you know, hey, where are the fish at? What's going on? You know, yeah. and I'm sure they do the same for you and. You know, or they want to do something, and maybe they're you know always having extra avenues or extra people to put people in contact with is great. So now I got somebody else that I can reach out to and and say, hey, call Brian; he'll tell you where to go or what's going on over on that that side of the country. So, yep. and out of the country even.
1: <laughs> yeah, even out of the country, right? this
0: guy's, yeah.
2: this guy's energy is. I know.
0: I want to fly fish in Argentina and do some things like level. that. So we're going to talk about that later. <laughs>
2: Well, we just had a group, big group, come back from Argentina. Uh, they arrived back in the States. We had two groups, actually, a smaller group that went uh, further down and fished the Rio for uh, Sea Red Browns. Mm. And then a group of about seven that went to Jurassic Lake, um, which is an absolute amazing fishery in, uh, in, in remote Argentina, uh, yeah. a little bit further um, south down there. And so, yeah. And then I'm taking a group. We just got back in February from Ascension Bay in Mexico, a saltwater trip, and we'll actually be going back on May 14th to the 21st because that's another thing that got fishing. Just real quick before we jump to another subject, um, another thing that got fishing really specializes in is hosted trips. So there's a lot of guys who just want to go to Alaska or some of these other places, but there's some uh, some intimidation about you know going to another country right. or. Or into another country, jumping in a shuttle to get to another boat, to get to a boat, to get to an island, and 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 there's the language barriers, and and now today there's the tests that you need to have, and all these other things. So, um, we we do a lot of what we've kind of been become known for, I guess, is our hosted trips around the world, whether it be to Argentina, um, Mexico, Alaska, you name it. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry, sorry. <laughs> Getting Who, some getting who's some wildness
1: was, who's, going. <laughs> who's, we're, we're in a Skype here. We <laughs> yeah. can see each
2: other. You can't. Handle. Who Was that mine?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think no, that. that
2: was, Brian. was mine. That, that, that was Brian's that time. Someone calling looking for an adventure.
0: Right. There you go. Clients. Yeah. Clients interrupting podcasts. Come on now.
2: There you go. My dad, I thought I hit the de-
1: decline because I had a phone call coming. I had I one just de- before that, too. So. And, it, and it, it was like, de- 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 I'm, like, oh, I'm going to kill this big head. <laughs> big head Todd trying Todd's to call. I'm like, how did he make my phone ring?
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. Yep. That so, was me. That's uh, so awesome. I mean, I think that the hosted side is huge, too. I mean, I think that um, that's something that there's a lot of people that are like you said, Brian, it's not necessarily that they have lack of knowledge of fishing, but they have lack of knowledge of that particular fishing experience. Um, I mean, there's some things that we fish for, some ways that we do it here that, even though it may be the same species, are completely different when you get to Alaska or you get, you know, you're fly fishing somewhere else or, or you know, what I mean, you're gonna, I'm going to fish atlantics here in July. We're gonna fish them completely different somewhere else. So it just depends on on what everybody's doing. I mean, there's there's a lot to be said about what people say when they say a walleye's a walleye or a salmon's a salmon, and that's so much not the case. And they, they don't understand it's, that unless yeah, they're right they're in our groove. Them.
2: What's that? Yeah. It's not a true fisherman saying that. you know no. that has fish around because because um, steelhead, salmon, you know, you name it, um, depending on the water, whether it's a river, whether it's a lake. Uh, Depending on the bug life, um, there's there's a lot of variations to it.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, I've noticed that even from, you know, river to river or or region to region or fishing on the east side of, you know, Lake Michigan for steelhead versus fishing on the west side in Wisconsin is completely different. You know, where we fish browns here and and how we fish them over there is different too. So, well tell everybody how they get a hold of you. If, if that's something that they're interested in, in doing and then we'll spin into the, your, your second tier of, of life.
2: The, there's, there's two ways. Um, one is the website and that's uh, real simple. It's got fishing.com and okay. then the other one with our Instagram page. And that one is just as easy as well. It's, um, got fishing. And, um, we just put up some really cool pictures of our, not only are the hosted trip adventures, but also like the people that just got back from Argentina will be sharing a lot of those uh, pictures of their experience as well. So people can get a kind of a first hand look at the different um, lodges, the different bodies of water, the different food, and get it from um, people that are out there actually experiencing it firsthand. So. And then the website has some information on each trip. Okay. And then from there, you can actually request uh, some more information. Um, a little bit more detailed and then also request, um, to set up an appointment with the fishing consultant, okay. um, to, to really get into some details.
0: Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And, and what I'll do is I'll make sure that everything, um, on the links for those are also going to be included in the bio. I'll put anything in here, um, that you guys want to, you can reach out to me or to Scott or, or Brian, and I'll make sure you get directed right to Brian on any of that stuff. So. Um well with that let's spin right into now your company that you own on the fishing side Brian tell me about that
2: On the on the on the fishing side Yes sir there you know, there's got fishing and then uh, that I own and then there's the I'm on a fishing show uh, as a co-host and that fishing show is called Wild Fish Wild Places Okay uh, The host of that TV show is Dennis Ispister mm-hmm. um and he's had that show now for over a decade um, it's an amazing show. And the reason that it's been around for so long is because again, we're not fishing in the same body of water every day. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a real diverse, um, style of fishing, a pyramid lake outside of Reno, Nevada, you know, catching okay. huge little cutthroats. throats. And then he's over in Argentina, then we're down in Mexico, then over in Bahamas. Um, right now he was, uh, last year we were on the sea tuck. I missed it this year, mm-hmm. but they were just up last week and they smashed them. I uh, had a couple 20 steelhead wow. fish days. Um, you know, wow. some people have caught 20 steelhead uh, in their lifetime. <laughs> and so they are just, just, I can't wait to see that episode. People can't um, appreciate
0: we, that. They, they just don't understand.
2: People. Absolutely. They hit it right because last year we were on the Sea Tuck. And of all, all the fishing trips I've done, um, I've never been skunked. Um, just been lucky enough to really sure. grind it out and at least make it happen. I got skunked on the sea tuck up in Alaska last year. I never mm. touched one single steelhead, so I was a little bummed that I was missing this year's trip. And then to hear that it absolutely blew up <laughs> yeah, on it they me crushed out. it. That sucks. It made, it even, <laughs> made it even worse, but yeah, wild Fish, wild places. Um, if you guys haven't tuned into that show, it's fantastic. Um, there's also a bunch of videos you can find on YouTube as well. Um, okay. So yeah, where, where else? Where do you guys
0: broadcast here? that show? At Brian, is that just on YouTube or is that on any of the major markets or?
2: It is on, it is on some major markets. Um, it's on, I think the sportsman's channel, um,
0: which is probably on the fishing network too, then if it's on sportsman's.
2: And and, you know what? Some of that got juggled around, so I'm gonna have to check with Dennis as well, but it is on, it's on TV and, um, it's on YouTube and there's one other place too. Yeah. Oh, I'll it back harder. Okay. But yeah, okay. Wild fish, wild places.
0: Wild fish, wild places. I'm gonna have to check that out. I know I've ran across it in the past and and seen some of the episodes. Um, and I don't know that I've seen anything in recent. But uh, did
1: you film, Brian? Did you film that? Um, where you were down in that area? where You caught that that big that big ass round fish. I don't know what you called it, but
2: that permit. <laughs> yeah, the the permanent one. The, yeah. Is. You know, Wild Fish, Wild Places has not been down to the Ascension Bay yet. Uh, we always seem to be on opposite trips. Last year, when I was in Ascension Bay with a group of uh, a hosted trip, Dennis and Abe Blair, um, kind of part of our team and a professional photographer that does, does an absolute amazing job, they were down in Bahamas chasing barracuda and bones. Oh, wow. So, yeah, how, how
1: big was that permanent?
2: <laughs> You know, that permit that I ended up landing was about 32 pounds.
1: And that's, like, equivalent to a 150-inch buck, 170?
2: I would say on a fly rod, that's probably closer to a one, 190. I was going to say, you're,
0: you're pushing 200 inches I, yeah. easy on that. That's, that's, the,
1: that's the man right there. The pictures were unbelievable. Yeah,
0: I— I can only attest to, you know, and dream about a an yeah, experience dude, like that. For got the sure. pictures,
1: he got the sunglasses on, <laughs> the tan, the wild hair, and this giant bluegill like looking giant look. Bluegill. I mean it's a giant, bro. Oh, yeah, look, it, it's
0: it's just, world, that's world class fishing. No, no that's it's just, that is a world world class catch. Like,
1: I'm looking cat. at him going. Ooh. This guy's unbelievable.
2: I say. It's 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 lucky though too because right I mean I was just cast into the permit and it just happened to be a just happened to be a, a, a fish of a lifetime so I definitely feel blessed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, what I, is
1: it? Permanent or permit?
0: Permit, is permit. P E R M A T. Driver's permit.
1: Oh,
0: per- permit. All right. <laughs> Why you guys let me say permanent all the time? I mean, well, just letting it just add a little laughs into it, or you know, it, we have to. A,
1: Big bluegill. Big. Big bluegill.
0: Oh, Lord. That's
1: what we got. We got people who catch bluegills around here. Right. Right. Now you get associated. It was big, round, and giant.
0: Yeah, no. And they're beautiful fish. They really are. And they're fun to catch. Never caught one to that size, but they are fun to catch. They
2: are a blast. Yeah.
0: Yep. Well, I I mean, I hope that uh, our listeners will get on there and and check you guys out. I mean, I'm always intrigued by the fishing side of things and where that goes and and especially in places that I've never been and, and even on fish that, you know, species that I've caught. But more importantly, I'm intrigued by some of that stuff and I'd like to get and do some offshore stuff. I lived in North Carolina for about five and a half, six years and did a ton of deep sea and, you know, a lot of sea trout and a lot of things of that nature, but not into some of the levels of like, major tarpon or you know right. sailfish stuff i mean we we did have some accidents and catch some some good fish that we just happened to be in the Gulf stream and you know and we were able to catch fish like that but not normally so i'd like to be able to get out there and target some stuff at some point in my life not sure when i'm gonna find time chasing big deer and everything else all over the place but hey it
1: ain't to
2: happen
0: it is what it is i'll retire well, at some point right
2: and swap some trips because i like to chase big deer
0: hey we can do that. We got some uh, places. You really,
2: really
1: should have been with us last year. I mean, we had it worked out, and we just had big deer dropping everywhere. Stand, I was going to put you in. I think we shot a one seventy out of.
2: I'll be in that stand this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it was a pretty good year last year. We got we got a couple big permits. Jeez, here we go. Uh, I said
0: it right. I, I, you did. You did. I apologize, Brian. Sorry. So no worries, it, yeah, you I, already I, you already know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess that leads us right into the how you know. So let's talk about the third portion of your day to day, and yep. that is that's super unique.
2: Yep. So um, unique ARs. Um, I got a couple partners in unique. There's three of us, and what we do is we manufacture um, the most badass AR on the planet. Um, We're located in McCall, Idaho, Mm -hmm. uh, a little resort town, right in the middle of uh, the mountains, located at about 6,000 feet. And um, Jim Corbett, um, who's a really good friend of mine, founded it about 11 years ago. It was an accessory company. They were doing um, really, really kind of at that time high-end custom hand guards um using a cnc machine he had been messing around with some cnc machines doing some wood stuff and um the gun craze had kind of started and there was a lot of um a lot of energy behind that and he's a tinkerer and he has an amazing imagination um and yeah next thing you know i walked into his garage and he's making um hand for the ars and um I was I joined the company about oh, four and a half years ago. Okay, and uh, we are now a full uh, rifle and accessory manufacturer. We have a full line of rifles um, and uh, stock handguards that we do, and then on the other side of the company, we have a full custom side of things as well. So we do have dealers and distributors um, for our stock stuff. But we're, what we're really known for um, and what gets our name out there is the custom side of things. Right,
0: right. And I think that's where everything kind of derived with us here at Top Ten and, and how yep. we started um, working with you guys as, as well and and, you know, marketing off some of some of the custom stuff that we've put out. Um, that's all came directly from you guys over there, and it's been great product. I mean, I know I have a couple pieces myself, um, and uh, there's quite a few others around here that have uh, have your stuff yeah. on on our a little,
1: little little insight. Mm-hmm. When he says "badass right. manufacturer," mm-hmm. they are badass. But what he did is he launched a fire right over here in Michigan. This this the he did. AR thing was launched from this man right here in headquarters. And what happened was our friendship and relationship turned into business more and more where just the designs of guns they were building. These are not just hunting guns. These are like really crazy well, the, and and not only they're, that, they're, they
0: were exquisite-looking stuff, too. Oh yeah, you know, unique,
1: yeah, Unique is a perfect word. Right. Yeah, it is. So yep. what happened was put me in a design mode and got us to become a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. It puts us in the market. And with having the partnership with Brian and Brian having on the lens site, we got to go down to SHOT Show, meet Brian, his energy, get to turn the energy back into this area. Yep. We, we put some of his designs into a hunting rifle, which means we put the quality, super badass deer gun, 350, 450, the six millimeter arc. Right. And we took some of their stuff and added it to our stuff.
0: Yeah, it's made, been a really good cross pollination yeah, for, for some designs, sweet stuff.
1: Whatever I dream. Yeah, we they just you just did it. another one. They knocked not it out long ago. Part. I got Grim Reaper just came in. It's still mm-hmm. here. I got the one. I, I it's mine now, Brian. I couldn't sell it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't sell it. So, right. It, it's and then we got the MBK edition. Yep. Um, these are designs that we thought up and we did, and they just took the vision and turned it into the most reality. Yeah, and and Brian, I gotta thank you, man, because it really has kept our business afloat through the pandemic and through this crazy ass world we're in. And um, right, you know, I, I gotta send you a mean tweet here later to thank you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, well, in all honesty, like you know, to 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 Matt and I and Jim, you know that that would that means the world to us. Um, you know, we. A lot of people talk about creating companies that are of service, or you know, or creating some benefit and uh, beyond the product. Um, but a lot of that, for many companies, is just talk. And for us, it really is—it's it, a mission of ours. It's something that's near and dear to our heart to to be able to go out there and to um, help make an impact um, like that, and and uh, to be able to create a product that. Was helping your company um, provide something that was different than what other people had been seeing, and and them to make the purchases and keep the keep the cash flow rolling and the employees employed. And um, absolutely, right. that that's a huge deal. And um, yeah, I mean, a real but honor. To be, to, be, to be
1: honest, without unique ARs, yeah, I think we were we were destined to losing our our business. We were at that point of where COVID was running rampant, and we were just archery, and we didn't have a direction to, to keep us going.
0: Well, and you had shut down the store during COVID for a little while, Absolutely. too. Absolutely, yeah. and
1: I got my FFL, which turned into a manufacturer's, and now yeah. it's turned into suppressors, and you know, but our partnership still runs strong. Right. We build and design off of unique, and we use that, and we don't break that barrier, because our quality is top-notch, and it starts with making that phone call, and telling Brian, here's my vision, and then it just sends it to his guy, and it comes back, and I'm like, damn. In the okay. turn,
0: the turnaround, I just want to speak on the time for a minute, too, because the turnaround, I know one day you and I were in here, and we were talking, and we're sitting here, and we're having a conversation, and you're like, hold on, let me call Brian. And I, Brian, I don't know if you remember this, you, you and I talked a little bit about fishing that day, too, and we were all on the phone. And literally, I think we did a podcast that night, and by the time we were done with the podcast, you already had a rough drawing of what, you Brian, you'd put it in the computer or whatever you'd done already, and we already had a rough idea. If not that night, by the next morning, so the turnaround time on this stuff is is. I mean, I know it takes you guys some time to produce it, and if there's any kind of code or anything that's added in there, I know that takes time as well. But, um, and we can we could spin into that a little bit as well. But um, just. As somebody that's meticulous, and I'm going to speak like I'm, I'm going to cover, or oh, I took my vest off. I'm going to cover my logo, and nobody can see it on here anyway. But as somebody that comes from a background that is really driven to be meticulous, I have come from the collision background, I come from tight tolerances, I come from quality is huge. Nobody wants to deliver a car that's been in an accident if it's not repaired quality. So looking at the stuff that you guys send out to us in the way that the marriages go together between the uppers and lowers that we have of yours. We start looking at the fit and finish on these handrails and any of these other components that we're bringing into the store. I can tell you hands down from a guy that's looked at a lot of garbage and looked at a lot of good stuff. You know, and, and obviously, if you listen to the back podcast, you know my dad's got a little bit of that same kind of knack with the knife deal. But it's impeccable. It really is. And I'm impressed with the amount of stuff that you guys send to us that, I mean, I, mean, I can't think of an issue we've ever had with anything that you guys have sent us, which is huge. You know, as long as the relationship has been going, I mean, it, and if there was anything, it may have been something as simple as, oh, we're missing a screw in this package. We
1: had, we had, we had one. <laughs> right? You were one we issue, had, you were missing we a screw? No, 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 no. We had a, what's that, the grip? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, had this grip, right? And I told him, I don't like this grip. I, I told you that, right? I told him, I don't like yeah. this grip, right? No. And no. I told him that this grip, it, it's like futuristic, you know where I'm going, Brian. <laughs> so he, he says, well, oh, crap, we've sold hundreds of them, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, it don't work for honey. Okay, I get the shot show, right? And I throw my bag over in their thing, when my feet are my dogs are just swelled up. And I get to meet Brian. His energy's on on another level. <laughs> so the unique leadership comes from this man because he has the energy. And he's got his team cooking, right? And I get to looking, and he's got some of these guns, and I'm looking at the grips. He's son of a bitch. He ain't a grip on there like that one he sent me. All the grips that that like the good, you know, the good form one where it gets your hand oh right in the shoe. You know, I said, "Uh huh." Where's your grip at? He said, "Shut up." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that right. was just call that R and D, right, the Brian?
1: Hey, do you need grip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a cool grip. It just didn't It didn't well, get my grip, well,
0: right, yeah. and we, you know, we do things different around here. I mean, we got some different different strokes for different folks, right?
1: You ain't shooting no coyote with that grip. No, oh, no, boy.
2: you pinch I, your finger I, in I there. Shot, I shot twenty seven coyotes out of a helicopter with, yeah, that, with that, that grip. grip. No.
1: I, I looked the video. I grip. <laughs>
2: uh-uh. I grip. I watched that the video. Grip. No, you had Kyle killing machine. You're shooting. a man. video. I, <laughs> I did watch video. it. I, I saw the video. Oh, yeah.
0: Lord. Let's talk about that. Hold on. Hold on. I want to hear the story about the coyotes out of the, hey, where was it? It was Colorado, right, Brian?
2: Exactly. Everything right. happened in Colorado. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, uh, it was for the, it was to, for the, for the, Who were the, the, the cow dudes, the
2: cowboys for their cattle. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, a
0: yeah. ranch eradication we or whatever.
2: Ranchers. Um, and yeah, doing some depredation hunting for coyotes. And, um, it was amazing in all honesty. Like I I approached it because I thought it would be a ton of fun shooting coyotes out of a helicopter. My dad had done it when I was younger with fishing game. And I always kind of thought, wow, you know, was so amazing that he got to do that. And uh, (laughs) yeah, came my way. And, um, so I was really excited, but we got to learn a lot about just how serious a problem coyotes really are. I mean, it's, it's a no joke deal. Um, and as I, we, we show in the video there, um, or talk about just in that County alone in Colorado, um, uh, but I'm sure it's like that in all States that have right. coyotes and cattle that there was a million dollars done a year, um, in damage just done by coyotes. Wow. And so we went and hunted, you know, I don't know what the square mileage on it was, but it was a couple different ranch. We, we did some serious damage. Um, I, I, was lucky enough to hit, I think, 27 out of 30 coyotes that I shot at. Um, and that was in a half a day. Wow. So, I mean, we put we put some hurting on these things. And the the pilot said two, maybe two weeks, mm-hmm. um, the ranch will be filled with coyotes again. I mean, wow. it, it, it really are ha- having an impact, but at the same time, um, they'll be back. They're, they're just, you know, breeding like wildfire. And it's a perfect environment for them out there, too. So,
1: and you,
2: yeah. And, and you were using an AR. Yeah. Was using a, that, that was kind of the fun part about it was the, the helicopter pilot was a great guy. I I told him, you know, oh, we're going to do it with ARs because um, obviously our company, right. and we wanted to get, you know, get some content with that. And he said, yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you we will really be able to hit him. So I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? And uh, he, goes, he goes, I'm going to bring a shotgun. I'm going to bring a shotgun to you guys and uh i thought i shut that off i did and i put it on airplane mode too um i don't think that he the because you thought that we were gonna, i was gonna have issues hitting them. and although I'll, although i will say that on a, on a few of them as you can see in the video i don't hit it on the first or second shot it does take half a magazine but at the end of the day we never used the shotgun And I did end up killing 27 out of 30 coyotes from the helicopter with our ARs.
0: That's impressive. They
2: truly are. As I said, you know, we're known for our looks, without a doubt. Our AR looks different than any other AR. That's what we pride ourselves on. And I really appreciate all the kind words that you said, and I'll circle back on that in a second, because (laughs) that that all comes from the unique AR team. It has nothing to do with me. Uh, But our rifles, what we're – did out there was show that not only do our rifles look really good out there killing coyotes. Well, they deliver shoots, too, yeah. But they deliver. I mean, it, it is a machine that uh, we were ripping through the magazines and doing a ton of shooting that day, and they really, really did perform well. Um, and probably the thing I was impressed with most was the grip. Just being able to it get it a hold was of it. not. Yeah, yeah, I, and, watch it. I watched the, the video. Hold. It was not The grip. The grip. So customized to my hand. Listen,
1: if you would have had the sex. grip you had on at the at the at the that shot show. At shot show, you wouldn't have had to shot a clip <laughs> at each coyote.
2: You'd have I saved I, I, saved I think rounds. We didn't have shot show because we were sold out. These things have been so popular. Oh, lord! <laughs>
1: hey, it's like a pine cone. You put a pine cone in your hand, you squeeze that pine cone, and it forms your hand. Is it, It's a great concept.
0: Is it the like the ergonomic type? Is it it's like a form fitting style. I don't know if I've seen this grip, but I'm gonna have to check it out. It's almost like grabbing onto a cone. Is that I'll
2: send you on to you. It is it, it's only truly fully customizable grip on the market. Okay. And I will say this to Scott's point. Without a doubt, it is not for everybody. Right. But at the same time, this bad boy went viral about a year ago on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter or pinterest or uh, all over the place millions and millions and millions of views it it really really is a um it's a it's a great grip and the cool thing about it i'm just going to pitch one little thing about it is uh, it it is fully adjustable so dads can be out there with their kids shooting and within seconds get that grip to fit perfectly to the kid's hand just making it a more comfortable experience Um, so
1: now you got now you got it. You got that pitch in.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I yeah, just, yep. to me, I I'm couldn't... done with. Uh oh. Lo- we lost you there, Brian.
0: No, you're good. We I still got him. him.
2: Yeah. He's still here. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. My, I think my, Scott covered, my, covered I think, button or I something. Think those,
1: I think one of them four fitting grips got in my ear. I can't oh, hear God. nothing. Here we go. This is getting deep. I don't
0: have these kind of boots today, so we'll check that out. I mean, obviously, I think that there's something to be said with with that, though, with adjustability and just and, and not to keep playing on the the unique thing, but I think there's there's some uniqueness there to being able to be in the field and adjust it to to your children if you're hunting with your children or your wife or you know anybody in, that you're in the field with. And the same thing goes for that's the versatility that comes with the AR that everybody you know, needs to know is that these ARs are so versatile in so many different aspects. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I can hand mine off to my six-year-old or my 15-year-old and make a couple quick adjustments and they can shoulder it correctly. And yep. they can shoot it correctly without having any issues or concerns. I mean, now, granted, they've had some experience shooting them quite a bit, so that makes a difference. But but nonetheless, I mean, you know, that's one of the major selling points. You know, and then the stuff that you guys are putting out helps helps to make that even more versatile for all of them, whether it's a grip, whether Scott likes it or not, or <laughs> whether it's it's,
1: it's... it's a grown man's Lego, it and, is. And it really it, is. And it's it's yeah. so adjustable and so if you if you use quality products, it will compete with oh, some of the bass guns, bolt guns around. Hands down. And they are they are fun to hunt with. Period.
0: I mean, they're fun to shoot in general. I mean, you know, no matter what you're doing, whether you're hunting from a helicopter like Brian or whether you're sitting in a field calling coyotes in the evening running thermal, or even you know just a Saturday morning hanging out in the yard, with just some let out. running through some rounds with with the fam, uh, you know, in a couple different calibers or whatever. It's just such a great great thing. And even even down to the Deer Woods with the the three fifties and four fifties and six millimeter arc. six millimeter arc. And you know, you start getting into some of the other areas. But hands down, I think one of the most versatile.
1: No, oh, just amazing. They're they're hunt machines.
0: Yeah, for sure. So what else can you tell me about Unique, Brian? What, uh, what else is is going on with Unique? What's new and up and coming, and what can we look for soon? Um,
2: well, <clears throat> you know, we have a bunch of cool stuff coming out. Um, one of the things I wanted to circle back on that um, I really appreciated was your kind words on just the quality. You know, one of the things that does make Unique – a really truly special company is the team that we have. Um, you know, Jim and I and Matt, um, you know, we, we try to be good leaders within our organization, but honestly, in a lot of ways, we got lucky with just the, the, the people that we have on board. They're extremely talented and they genuinely care. Um, so a lot of the stuff that you see come out, like I'm one of the drivers as, as Scott will tell you on, you know, I, I want people to receive their product even faster. And then our team is like, you know, yeah, but it needs to be perfect. So there's always that push and pull between, you know, we got to get it to the customer faster. but And I I walk out of those meetings all the time just smiling. People probably think that I'm upset, but I'm smiling because I'm so thrilled to have, you know, to be surrounded by people that care that much and are willing to stick up for the quality that they want to put out and are so proud of it. So in each one of our departments, uh, literally from the machining to the processing to the design um, to the sericoding, all the way to fulfillment, you know, our, 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 our people in fulfillment know just how important their job is because everyone in the entire company cares about what they do. But now here it is ready to go out to the customer and it needs to, you know, you need to make sure that it does go out with that kid glove care, mm-hmm. make sure to kind of honor everything that your other teammates have done and now sending it off to the customer. And what we're lucky enough to have is is buy in from every single department that this is not about us, but this is about, you know, creating an, uh, an awesome experience for our customer and providing them with a product that we feel humbly feel that there's no other company out there providing.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think I think that there's a lot to be said. And I, I tell this when I, you know, back in my coaching days and Scott, you'll agree with me. You know, each team is only as as good as its weakest link. Yeah. You know, and and no matter what experience level or where you're at or what that person does on the job site and what, you know, that's your that's where it stops. Is if there's somebody that isn't taking care of the quality or somebody is not putting in their their extra, it's it's just one of those things that uh, you know they either find the one that does or. You know, you fix it. And and when you have a quality company that is based off of that, it speaks volumes because it usually tells the story of everybody being, you know, everybody's signed in or they're fully engaged to the whole experience. And they're doing the things where they're walking out of those meetings like you and they're just as happy as you are going, hey, that guy cares. I care. You know, yeah. and, and that, that makes a big, you know, and that's that's us here. You know what I mean? We don't, it, you ask Jeremy, whew, it, I mean, if it's not the way that he wants it, he ain't sending out the door.
1: Right.
0: He's not happy about well, it. Well,
1: some of the changes that we've overseen has been direct cause Yeah. from my relationship with Brian. Mm-hmm. All right. I got to see a true master of what I call of. A train wreck eight different directions, but he keeps his directions going in quality from the fishing right. to the AR business. When he goes for himself, it's quality. He puts quality, quality, quality. In our conversations, we're we're our two companies are so much alike in certain avenues. Right. Hunt and show. Yeah. We kind of were falling off eight different directions, Brian, which led to me to you.
0: Yep, yep.
1: And your timing was already, Brian's words were in my ears. It really, really, you're you're getting to see a little bit. We're hearing about how. Transition. A relaunch, and, you know, me and my son have been doing top ten this brand for a while now and fighting and fighting and fighting. So, Brian, I got to say thank you to hear that because when. Dan's timing came around to understand that, okay, I needed a team of people that cared about my brand. This is a guy that came off the street and was intrigued by the brand, but also didn't ask. You know, I mean, it was, it was more like, wow, I'm doing this, but I, I really like this brand. So we kind of got to mend our stuff together and get the quality control in the hunting show. And it's made Jeremy's end a lot stronger, our sales force stronger. We're, we're kind of not as pressured to get a bunch of AR sales out. We're good with what we got for, for quality control, and we're starting to get them out. And our processes become quicker from our relationship
0: the production angles are good too. That's, that's the thing too, is you, you instill some of these processes and you go through things and, and and I can see obviously with Brian, I can see you shaking your head. It's one of those things that when you take an outside approach to something and somebody else sits you down and they say to you, this is missing or that's missing. And you think about it and you're like, wait a minute. Well, I don't want that. I don't want that experience to go to somebody else and them to have to think that outside of this box And that's kind of where we redirected Top 10 is we went in that direction. We said, okay, look, we're going to revamp this. We don't want, you know, we don't want to walk into a show or we don't want somebody to walk in here to headquarters and pick up something that's not unique or something else on the shelf that, excuse me for being frank, that's some big box garbage gun, you know, and... All the while, the only thing they see, they're picking that up, but yet in the back of their mind, they're getting this subliminal because they see our logo and Unique's logo on the wall, and they think of the direct association to that. And we're like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. that ain't going to work. We can't do that. So that's been a good thing for for us and, and you know, for Jeremy and, and for Scott and myself to look at things and go, wait a minute, let's redirect this this way so that we can make them understand you know, how, how we go about things and move through and keep doing the same thing, you know, trim, trim the fat, if you will, to get the, the quality stuff out the door yeah. and make sure everybody's happy when they do it. We just had a repeat customer today that, you know, we put some unique stuff to him and, you know, he called and said, I'm in love with it. I need another one. Me, Scott, Jeremy built one in what a half hour, wow. send it back to him. He's like, Done. It's shipped. We just shipped it. <laughs> so awesome. You know, and, and that's the relationships that we're building is unique. You know? I, I hate yeah. to keep saying that. Brian, Brian,
1: I, I want to I, – I don't know if if – Brian's been in my ear about some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, would, I don't know if I, I can share, but I'm going to share something we are going to be doing direct from your feedback Cause I call Brian. If I got my my brains going on, call Brian. He's just like, oh, shit, do I answer? <laughs> yeah, I, I better answer. But at the time of night, it ain't about a sale. It ain't about buying some handguards or it ain't yep. a design. He knows I'm calling because something's stirring in my head. Right. So part of our revamp is we're consulting and, and we're getting ready to launch. And we're going to consult on what we're really strong on. It, and that's big deer. Mm-hmm. We've redesigned, you can see like in our podcast studio, we are putting the time, the quality, so that we could give a customer an experience from a crew that could back it up. There is no low-lying fruit, no low-lying branches that we got to shake a little bit or do this. No, we come in and we kick ass. Because we've experienced it, we've been to places, we know the people, we know the ground, we know how the EHDs work, and we do the work. Well, that kind of like goes. You do the work. He launched yeah, I mean, this it, me back into this mode. This guy did.
0: Well, and that goes back to what what Brian was saying early on hey. with Scott fishing. Is it's the same thing? We're out there. We're doing it. He's got another. We're thing. in I those don't know places. If he's talk about it, but Uh-oh. he's got
1: another thing that he's getting ready to do. And and <laughs> and I highly suggest if you got a new business.
0: Might
2: want to hit this man up. Yeah, he's like, "Well,
1: Are you you going there yet, Brian, or no?"
2: Well, I love helping people build businesses. Yes, I mean, I I, I certainly don't know everything by any stretch of the imagination, but um, been through a few things, and and I like to just listen. I think a lot of it. Sometimes we we stand real close to the fire. We think of these ideas in our truck to and from the hunting field, to and from work, to and from the store. And, you know, we we sometimes convince ourselves things are a good idea or we convince ourselves things are not a good idea. And sometimes the things that we think are not a good idea are actually a pretty good idea right? um, and vice versa. Um, Or your good idea was good, but with just bouncing it off someone who, um, you know, has no vested interest other than truly being there for a friend, um, with a slight tweak, it goes from a good idea to a great idea. And so I, I, I call it more like collaborating uh, because most people don't come to me with no idea. Most people come to me with an idea, um, and I, you know, something that they've been shaking in, in their brain. And I, I have the good fortune of having people like Scott in my life and others that, you know, trust me. And so I, I find it a real honor. And I also think it's a really big deal. Um, Because this is a business there's there's people involved and livelihoods involved and I also understand from being a business owner myself There's a lot of passion that goes behind this, you know people who own businesses genuinely do care It's not about the money money is definitely a vision. It's a goal. It's up there You 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 hope that you know, this all pans out and becomes like lucrative whatever it is, but there's a lot more to it There's a lot of pride that goes in. There's a lot of um, sacrifice Mm -hmm. Oh, well, people say this stuff, but until you've drank from that cup, you just don't know. You don't get and so it. So, yes. an entrepreneur calls me, and he's out there trying to kick some ass. Um, and I've been down that path, and I can and I can make that a little bit easier all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, service to others is the key to success, in no matter what you're doing, no matter what, whether it's killing big bucks, catching big permit, uh, figuring out Instagram uh, how, how we make the companies the best we can for employees. Um, all of that stuff, you know, is, is, is next level. And I love being able to surround myself with people that are after those kinds of goals. And, um, you know, entrepreneurs are special people. It's not an easy deal. So I feel humbled and honored when people call me and ask me for their advice.
0: Yeah, that's great. I think that, I think you, you hit the nail on the head there with the, you know, surrounding yourself, that small circle of, you know, those people that like-minded, you know, and they think this way and they, they want to deliver quality, whether the quality is through service or product or an experience or no matter what it is. And I think that's, that's what brings us all together. And, and I can tell you from, from my experience and doing the same thing and long, long history of service industry and, and whatnot, it is a major driving factor in no matter what you do. If you're not delivering service and that service could be, in a big category of, of anything from the quality product all the way to the quality experience. If you're not delivering that and you're not creating that experience for the, um, you know, for the customer or whatever it may be there, you're not creating that business circle. You're not creating those repetitive customers, those repetitive relationships. You're not creating that stuff. And that's, you know, and that can be said a lot to go with the same thing from, um, the, the fishing world or the hunting world, you know, I mean, it's the same way of building these land management strategies to harvest big deer. That's what we do. Well, if you're not doing all that and you don't have a network of people that are helping you and going, Hey, I run into a problem because I've never seen soil like this and I don't know what to do with it. You don't have a connection or I call you Brian and I'm like, Hey, I'm in Belize and I don't know what kind of fish I'm supposed to catch, but I'm bored sitting at the hotel. What do I catch? You know? And, and there's, but, having that network of people to be able to do that is huge. And I think that's, that's what's been a big thing for us and being able to um, build our way, if you will, through this AR thing and and really become a solid manufacturer and delivering quality products that are both our own and unique and also the mix between the two. And it's been, it's been a phenomenal ride thus far. And I know with, the way that my mind and Scott's mind work together, we are uh constantly talking about new things and new ideas and things that are coming and, and what we can do and how we can build the business and get things and obviously with somebody like you um in our back pocket for to reach out and bounce ideas off of it's great to be able to to do that and we appreciate that. So
2: absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity too. Brian, I, I have a Brian conversation
1: Go ahead, Brian. I was interrupting you.
2: <laughs> no, I was just saying I, 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 I learned a lot from the conversations as well. So it's a, it's a win-win.
1: Well, we want to thank you. Top 10 wants to thank you for giving us the insight, giving us the opportunities to work with you guys and partnering and doing the things that we've been doing. And um, no better time to thank you now. Right. And, and you know, it was, it was an honor to meet you at SHOT Show. If, yeah, you, if you don't know this guy and you just listen to this guy, hit him up. He's nothing but energy, positive energy, and speaks the truth. Might not like it. Hey. Yeah. But he's going to spit some truth. I
0: think you? that's why he's on here with you and I. We we do the same. <laughs> they might yeah. not like it, but we just lay right? it down but, how it is. So, But he said it. He said it. This how,
1: how it is. You put yourself with good people and. That's something we want to put top ten at is quality products and right. working with quality vendors yep. to better our relationship and better our customers' experience. And Brian, thank you for that.
2: Well, in all honesty, you know, uh, just just trade and compliments here. It goes both ways. I mean, it really truly does. You know, we 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 appreciate working with companies like like top ten that represents us in the manner that you guys do. And invites us to be on super cool podcasts like this. And you know, when we walk into your store, you know, you you're displaying our products in such a tasteful way, and have such great things to say about not only us but our company. Um, and that means the world to us. It, it's one thing to sell a, a dealer a rifle or some of our accessories, and we have those. But like we tell every single company, you know, we are truly here to create a long term business relationship with mm-hmm. you. That's up to you. Uh, at the end of the day, and you guys have taken full advantage of that, and it's been it's been welcomed. You know, our whole entire team, um, you know, honestly loves loves you, Scott. Speaks highly of you know um, the designs and stuff that you put through. Um, always challenging our designers. We've really come up with some great stuff. That it also works for our Instagram. You know, we have we get great content from that stuff as well. Um, so really, it it is a win win. And then here we are shipping our amazing products you know over to michigan and you're displaying them um over there so again we couldn't be happy with the relationship as well and we really appreciate you picking unique ars to design your rifles for the show and you know as you guys were saying you know all of you guys have some form of our designs uh whether it came from the top 10 specific uh design that we did for you guys or some variations that have come from that yeah we We really appreciate to be working with a bunch of savages like you guys and and creating this long-term business relationship that has also turned into a personal relationship. So it means a lot to us.
0: Yeah, us as well. We appreciate that. So I I know we told you we were only going to be on here an hour, but it it creeped up on us pretty fast, Brian. So I'll try and wind things down now and not let Scott talk because we know that he'll take us off on another tangent. But nonetheless, (laughs) it's – is there anything that you would like to say about Unique or the show, your fishing show or, or Got Fishing or any of that that is up and coming that you want to make sure that we get out there and we let people know? We also want to take a second and we'll go back to that on on where people can get a hold of Unique if you know they can obviously reach out to Scott and I and... and um, or on our Facebook and Instagram to to get something if if there's something that they want or any kind of custom stuff to call us as well and we can get in touch with you guys and go from there. But anything new and upcoming that has to hit the ground, you want to make sure you get out there today.
2: You know, I'd say on the fishing side, we're really going to uh, work to be you know kind of the the gurus of Alaska. You okay. know, we we don't want to focus also in around the world, Argentina and and Belize and Costa Rica, but we're really going to specialize in Alaska. Uh, and all the different adventures up there. When people think of a fishing trip bucket list, Alaska seems to be on the top, and we really want to be able to um, provide uh, as many trip opportunities and suggestions and gear and recipes and you name it when it comes to going and fishing in Alaska and coming back with a bunch of salmon. So those are one of the changes see on our website, getting more geared toward that. On the Unique AR side, we have a ton of exciting stuff coming down the pipe. Um, So we are bringing 1911s out. Um, It's something that we've been working on for a while. And just like anything that Unique ARs does, um, these are going to be first class. These will be amazing. Uh, Hopefully, and and I, I understand when I say this, that there's a lot of really amazing 1911s out on the market today. I've seen them myself. So we're really grateful that we feel that we kind of set the bar in the AR world, mm-hmm. and there's been some manufacturers out there in the 1911 world that have really set the bar, and you know we we appreciate that because that's what we're going for is that that and and beyond. So some machining, some laser engraving, some just some serra We're bringing some really unique stuff to the 1911s. Uh, so really excited about that. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Another thing is some like. Um, some kits, you know, we're one of the only companies out there that can, you know, d- design a custom rifle and match that up with a custom 1911 and match that up with a custom knife and have that kind of theme be blended all the way through your, your different different pieces. That's another thing. We've got some really cool uh, projects that are kind of going to be done here in the next, oh, probably 30 to 60 days that we'll have out. Awesome. Uh, we also are really bringing out knives um we're working with hogue knives right now and doing some fun stuff with the cerakote and the lasers on on that we're expanding our knife line um and it's just kind of a natural addition when people are buying ars everybody likes knives and so we've made sure that we partnered up with quality companies from that are you know made the usa and then putting our quote unquote you know unique touch um, to those so yeah we're bringing on some fun accessories um, to kind of pair up with our um, ARs. And then in the future, you know, hopefully I'll be lucky enough to have an opportunity to be back on your guys' podcasts and we can talk about some of the other stuff that we've got coming up, like unique adventures. Um, and some things like that that uh, we've got in the works right now that kind of take this whole outdoor experience um, from purchasing a custom rifle and then actually getting out in the field and using it or learning how to long range shoot or going out on a hog hunt or a, a big game hunt. So we've got some really fun stuff coming down the pipe where we're going to not only be manufacturing the tool, but providing the experience as well.
0: Awesome, awesome! It yeah, all sounds like great stuff. As I, I wouldn't expect any less from you guys. So, um, well, I mean that that Scott, I'm going to give you the opportunity to add anything in that you would like to add, and then you oh, know we'll the, let the we'll 19, let Brian the
1: 1911, yeah, shot show. You must have saw the ones I saw.
0: There's some impressive stuff out there.
1: Y- yeah, so. but. Yeah. They're not going to be able to touch this guy. I'm telling no, you No, I right know. Now I know what's they coming. They walked around with a corn cob up their ass. <laughs> I thought they had something that you had to go. Uh-uh, Brian will bring it, and he'll bring it strong, and he'll make it available. That's the difference. Well, That's the difference. You guys will make it available and beat those other companies. I know you will on that aspect because. I know I'm going to have a few here in my shop. Yeah, I like
0: what I like what he said about the kit stuff too. I mean, I'm interested in like maybe a Glock slash. I'd love to have like a full on kit that I have a truck gun, a range gun, and my carry gun. Which I'm sure that's where you were going with that, that Brian right. for sure. But it's funny. Yep. My conversation earlier today with with my buddy was that's exactly what it was about. He was building. He's building a nine millimeter. Um, AR pistol and he's matching it with his regular Glock carry gun that he has. Um, that's also a nine millimeter that he carries pretty regular. It's his favorite gun. So so I, I like that idea, I like where you guys are going with that. And like Scott said, I'm sure we'll have plenty in here and I know it'll be untouchable um from a unique standpoint. So looking forward yep. to seeing those. So what else you got, Scott? Anything? Anything you want?
1: I was a pleasure to have you, Brian. Yeah. Thank you again for the the business insight and thank you for the partnership um and you know not everybody's gonna love the hand grips but i'm sure a lot of people do (laughs) even with the hand grip you still got awesome
2: but everybody loves the hand guards you got an awesome team
1: and you're an awesome dude if you haven't So I'll say it again. If you don't know this dude, get on and watch him fishing. Yeah, check him out. Check him out on Instagram. Power Energy. And down, good old American dude right here. He's a badass.
0: Yeah. We, we definitely appreciate it, Brian, and I'll make sure that I get all the uh, all the information and correct website and, and Instagram and stuff so I can put it in the bio for everybody yeah. to, to be able to click on those links and follow. And then, um, as you said, uh, have you on in future podcasts, and we'll kind of dial it back and have a little more specific. We just wanted to get you in um, an introduction, basically, over here in the Mitten State, a little bit more than what we've done. People have seen your stuff and been like, what is this? Where is it coming from? And... This kind of puts a face with the name and, and allows us to kind of, you know, put you out there a little bit more. And obviously, I know our business is, is going to continue to grow, and as sure. will yours. And uh, this relationship will as well with, with us here. And uh, once again, we appreciate it. So we'll wind it down. And uh, thanks again for joining us.
2: Well, I'm just a spokesman for our team. Um, and all the great work does come from them. And so on behalf of our great team, we just want to tell you guys, we appreciate this opportunity.
0: Awesome. I thank it. And, uh, once again, guys, thanks for joining the top 10% podcast and we'll see you next time.